serve it up to the whiskey run dry you take your sugar and take your sweets leave you blinded and welcome everybody to the lunacy podcast my name is tony here with dave david and connor dave stevens david sterling connor ennis i am tony pervenanzi it is monday night uh the beginning of february guys we're only a couple weeks away from mls opening day um did want to mention that uh the intro music our new intro music uh is uh done by a band called grand holler uh and uh i was lucky enough you know i'm big in the music scene so i was able to find a band no really i'm not it is my uh it's my cousin's husband uh he does a band up out of duluth uh, like I said, they're called Grand Holler. They do uh, some music. Uh, they were uh, cool with us using their music as our as our intro stuff now, and maybe some other songs and stuff as they continue to make music. We'll be able to play some of that. But uh, all I'm supposed to do is tell you guys like exactly what's going on with them. And the big news is they are playing in the uh, Big Turn Music Festival this coming up Saturday, uh, February 18th in Red Wing um so it is like 200 bands at 21 venues they'll be down there um and uh yeah so if you're in red wing go check them out uh and i will be you know on this podcast we'll be talking about their upcoming shows uh when they have them and uh yeah so it's uh happy to have them aboard as our new intro music well, it's time for a little, I, bit, a little bit of change yo i gotta say it's kind of a big deal changing the intro music uh david didn't you say that we're coming up on you guys you and tony especially but we're, all of us or at least the three of us we're coming up on five years mm-hmm. and this podcast, it's always it's, been the same intro music hasn't it yes and then yeah. and i should i mean maybe for viewers who either don't know or maybe even forgot i mean it was david that put that music together so yeah i think i think uh either david you're gonna have to step the, step up the game and come up with our next intro music whenever that might be or uh we'll see what happens but yeah i'll, I'll i always I'll always have a fond memory for that, and who knows, maybe we'll bring it back. So, yeah, but you're not going to have another opportunity for another five years, though. So that's the <laughs> right. yeah. once every five years we change yeah. the intro music. <laughs> it's just long to change it. I mean, I look at like sitcoms and shit; they change their stuff up every like three or four years. You know, some yeah. sitcoms will go the whole run, but yeah. yeah. So uh, people just felt like they're listening to the wrong podcast or something with that. Yeah, it might be. That. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, again, uh, shout out to Grand Holler. Uh, and my uh, cousin's husband, uh, Andy uh, Spaith, for uh, letting us use their music. Um, yeah, they're uh, just a little dirty, what do they call themselves? Dirty Rock Road Rock is what they call themselves. So, Wait a minute, has, his last name is Spaith? Yeah. As in, like, is he related to Matt Spaith? Because I know he's from St. Michael up there. No, I don't think so. He might be, oh. maybe. Okay. And then, yeah, Tony, you, do you get the name? I remember. Yeah, do you have the name of that song off the top of your head? The name of the song is. It was "Serve It Up." What? Serve you up? Serve it up. Serve it up. Serve it up. Yeah. And that, it up, so yeah. I, I, I like that name. You know, a, a little bit of a double entendre has a soccer reference, I suppose. You, it, not too much of a stretch as an assist, and of course, uh, serve up. Uh, I think in that case, the song's case, it was whiskey, but. Uh, you know, we've been known to drink whiskey on this podcast, I think, even though you could still serve well, up a beer too. Some people have known to drink whiskey on this podcast. I haven't, <laughs> yeah. but I guess I have somebody technically either. Somebody has <laughs> on this podcast. But uh 
yeah, so it's exciting, like new song. Uh, hope everybody likes it. And again, you can find these guys on Spotify uh, or wherever you listen to music. I think they're they're at a couple places. So yeah, good times. So um, very, but there's not a lot of news going on, guys. So this podcast can be kind of a lot of like just stuff. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Ray. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the new Apple uh, MLS uh, season pass that just came out recently. Uh, Dave's going to let us is going to give us an intro on how to turn uh, milk into whey protein. Uh, what kind of yeah? Finally got the time to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just some just some basic stuff, guys. We I mean we're a couple weeks away from opening from the opener, and uh, man, there just has not been a lot of news out of. Uh, loons land here other than kind of bad news so we'll get to that uh let's talk about the beers we're drinking tonight guys because we're all drinking i think i mean hopefully uh i'll go first uh because i got a beer from i was up in new uh up in elk river the other day and i stopped by i your brewing company uh unfortunately I did not have the beer that i wanted to get but i ended up picking up a beer anyways and I got their uh, Call Me a Cab, which is their Cabernet Sauvignon beer that looks like you're drinking wine. And really, guys, it is like drinking wine. It's a sipper. It's mm. like uh, beer wine is what it is. Is it and as it, strong it, it as is, wine? Well, it's 8.8%. Well, so, halfway, yeah. halfway in between. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, it's like you're drinking a... It's like you're drinking a watered down wine a little bit uh hmm. definitely has the wine like the floral taste to it but, but uh, you can't yeah. make it, can't make up your mind between should i drink a beer or have a glass of wine oh there you go yeah and this one's called call me a cab because it's a cabernet sauvignon whatever you want to call it okay. also because sauvignon yes also because if you have too many of these you want to get a cab so that's what it is but yeah good beer from ayer again these guys are great uh, stop on by if you're up in the area. Uh, Connor, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking, I believe this is a new beer. I don't think this is a new brewery, uh, but it's from Wild Mind Artisan Ales in uh, South. Technically, it's South Minneapolis, but it's it's Richfield, guys. It's in Richfield. Um, and it's called their Infinite Crisis. Uh, it's a... Uh, this one was a little bit of a weird one because it's a triple dry hopped hazy IPA, uh, okay. with uh, mosaic citra and their cryo counterparts. Uh, this. Um, leading to an expression of dank citrus and orchard fruit. Um, the thing that weirded me out is that it's triple dry hopped, but it's only six point five ABV, so it's not super hmm. strong. Uh, and nor- normally yeah. with those uh those triple or double dry hops, they have a little bit more alcohol in them, but they're good. Um, it's a little bit uh, it's a it's a little bit citrus for my for my taste, but I like it. I you know me, I like my IPAs no matter how they come, but it's a uh, it's a good one. So if you if you're down in the South Minneapolis area, uh, right around the, I believe it's the right just north of uh, sixty two, look for Wild Mind Artisan Ales. It's uh. It's just a hidden away thing right between, I believe it's Pillsbury and Pleasant Avenue, uh, right around 60th Street. Cool. All right. Uh, David, what do you got from the land of uh, Florida tonight? 
What was the chili cheese oh. dog beer? It is That's from right. Orlando. Yes. Holy shit. Right. Totally forgot. Totally forgot. <laughs> totally forgot. It is not from Orlando, Florida. It is from the land of Minnesota. It is. David, tell us again what it is. It is the modest and Hormel chili collab, the chili cheese brew. Oh, my God. Um, Sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen. I will <laughs> I will start with uh, uh, the fact that it is uh, 5.5% alcohol, so not too, too high there. Um, and they say notes of cheesy cheese, chili spice, and last Monday night. Um, oh. This is, uh, I've been, as you can see, I've already had glass it's a very light colored yeah it expecting. is very light they actually put coloring in it so it's a very light beer um, and it says right on it that they put um yellow got any of my glasses yellow five and yellow six so um obviously that's supposed to be cheese right right yeah. um Jeez. And, yellow uh, five is what they put in twinkies so watch out there it's uh, yeah and it sounds right. like something you might find in like a cheese sauce anyways but yeah. yeah it's um i don't really taste cheese uh, which is good uh i love cheese but that the prospect of tasting cheese in my beard does not uh did not excite me however it was interesting the first couple drinks I didn't really notice a whole lot. Just kind of tasted like a really light ale um, or a lager or something. Um, but then the second or the third drink, like I kind of held it in my mouth a little bit and then swallowed it. And now all I taste is the cheese spices. That's all I get. Or I mean, this, <laughs> the, the chili spices. That's it. Like, every single drink I get, like right now, it's been what? 35, 40 seconds since I took yeah. a drink. All I taste is that that chili spice. Oh, wow. So um, it's honestly, I I texted my neighbors and I said that I, I had a beer that somebody could try only one remotely expressed interest. <laughs> yeah. um, and I just texted him a bit ago. And I said, honestly, it's, it's really not that bad. Um, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't put it on my top 25 list, but it's... I, as I told him, I've had way worse. I mean, this mm. is really not a bad beer. It's it's weird. The flavoring is a little weird. Um, but as I get through this glass, it's not like I'm choking it down. It's it's a it's a solid solid beer. Awesome, David. David, I have to tell you, um, when I was in Tampa a couple weeks ago, uh, I tasted the best IPA I've ever had uh, down there. And it's from uh, Coppertail Brewing in Riverview. Uh Um, It's called the Free Dive. And man, I want to go back there just to try it again. It's uh, it's so, so good. Just the just the right amount of hoppy and and malty with just a tiny bit of citrus. Not not so citrus, but uh, so, so good. So if you're next time you're in Tampa, definitely try that. that one. I, I haven't had it. Um, I've had cocktail, um, but not that one. So I'll have to, that's on my list then. All right. There we go. So uh, the chili cheese beer from Modest. And uh, we, uh, you can order that. I think you can still order it online in four packs. You get it delivered to you. 
or it's available at their, I think it's available still at their brewery uh, on tap. So you cannot find these in stores. Uh, I'm not lying either. I may order more. I'm tempted. Jeez. Like, it's really not that bad. I mean. All right. I, I was definitely, I was just dying to hear that review and I was hoping you were going to do it tonight. I was assuming you were going to do it, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. just happy to hear that review. And I'm just hopefully... happy you're not projectile vomiting right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like I, I, I never, like, I like cheese. I like chili, I like beer, I like I even like hot dogs, but I just never, you know, I never really have it all in one. And so I kind of, I think you guys know, I was imagining the worst, but just seeing the, the, the the seeing literally seeing the beer when Dave held it up, I, I'm kind of impressed that they're you know because if you took it to a stre- extreme, it just wouldn't be desirable, it wouldn't be enjoyable. Right. So yeah, I mean, I do have to say, I'm kind of uh, itching for some burritos or something. Go <laughs> <laughs> you know, go make a burrito. We'll do it. Hey, that was uh, the pairing the pairing episode we haven't done or yet to do. Yeah. We we teased it a few episodes ago. <laughs> So yeah. if you're going to pair that beer, we know what you do with Cheetos or something. Pair it with Cheetos, yeah. Fritos, Cheetos, whatever. Um, well, great. Awesome. Uh, Dave, what are you drinking tonight? And uh, better be something that doesn't have chili cheese in it. It does not. It does not. Okay. It has subtle subtle citrusy notes, I guess, if that's a, a uh. tease. But this is, this is. I mean, I'm probably more, I was more excited to hear Dave, David's review than, than mine. But this is one I'm super excited about because... It's not a new brewery for me. I've certainly had their beers on this pot as well as, as well as most of us, I think. But uh, I got a beer from Castle Danger Brewing. And uh, not only that, uh, just last weekend, I was actually able to make the hike up to uh, the North Shore, Two Harbors, and go to Castle Danger Brewery, which nice. for me, that was definitely a bucket list brewery, in, at least in the state of Minnesota. So I was just thrilled to uh, to be able to go up there. And Two Harbors, of course, most people... In Minnesota might know, but if you, if you don't, it's just, I don't know, about an, not even an hour north of Duluth. I was up in Duluth next last weekend, and uh, yeah, so it just so happened that basically drove right by it, realized we were there, had to stop in to, to get, and I, I'll start with, I had to have a, a, you know, the classic Castle Danger cream ale. I had to have one of those on tap of course. while I was there. I, I, it was the only beer I wanted to have when I was there because I love that beer so much. But I ended up buying a, a crawler of a beer I've never had before. So I went with the Turn Up the Good, and this is volume two. It's actually a seasonal beer uh, for their winter season. But uh, and they did it last year, just Turn Up the Good. It wasn't volume two, of course, but it was a follow-up to what they did last year or the, the winter of 2021 anyways. And this is similar to, I guess, what Connor's drinking, only it's just a double IPA. But um and uh, this one actually comes in at like 7.8%, but uh, you wouldn't know it because it's just really smooth. And as far as double IPA is concerned, it's not overwhelmingly hoppy. It's very smooth. So I think somebody who's, you know, not like, I guess somebody like me, who, who's not a huge fan of the hoppiest beers out there. This one is just, I don't know, it's medium, medium bodied, very smooth, and it's got that citrusy note. And so I think uh, just going off of what they said, it's it's basically... A citrus like i said but it would be specifically pineapple tangerine so uh i don't I, my palate probably isn't that good enough to to actually taste those specific citrus flavors but it certainly comes off on a citrus note extremely smooth and then, like i said at that 7.8 abv it's mm-hmm. wonderful so yeah just i but i can't say enough about how excited i was just to walk into that brewery last weekend and uh yeah it was fantastic 
happy to get a crowler from there. And uh, yeah, this one, I guess, technically is not, I think you can get this as part of their, I, they do like a seasonal uh, variety, winter mix variety pack that you probably get at a lot of stores around Minnesota, but uh, can't get it at tap in any bars. You're either going to get it in a can in their winter mix variety pack if they're still available. And then of course it's available in their tap room. So yeah, awesome beer, awesome, awesome brewery. Great, great beers tonight, guys, as usual. Um, let's talk about the loons, guys. Let's start with the Ray situation. Now, I liked, I, I'd love to say the situation has been, you know, fixed and we know what's going on, whatever. Ray is still not on this team, uh, as of this last week, even though, uh, Adrian Heath came out, uh, I think probably last Thursday or Wednesday and said, oh, he'll be back Sweet. shortly. Uh, but he's still not back. Uh, we don't know why he's not back. We can speculate why he's not back. I think everybody can speculate that it has to do with some legal problems. Uh, but uh, this is turning into kind of a a shit show because we start the t- we start off the season in a couple of weeks, guys, and our number ten is nowhere to be seen. Uh, how are you guys feeling about all this? Uh, next week's beer of mine predicts the position I think we're going to finish, and it's a high alcohol. <laughs> I mean, I I just don't I I don't feel good about it at all because we haven't done a damn thing to you know create a plan B. Um, we we didn't have a plan B last year when he was here. Um, and now we've gone a whole off season where, I mean, the, the rumors about his uh, upcoming or impending hearing were way back in December. Mm-hmm. And this team hasn't done anything to get someone in as a number 10. I mean, it, you know, it, like you said, we could speculate about why he's not here. Uh, but something tells me the fact that he is an impending hearing about a uh, very bad violent crimes charge is probably one you know either Argentina's not letting him leave or the US isn't letting him in so I mean how do you not have I mean knowing what we knew back in December how do you not have a plan B or well anything that, well, plan, think, B is, plan B is Robin Lud to them I think that, that, it yeah, might that's be, not but... plan B let, let but me that, to them you, it is yeah yeah let me ask you this i mean without i'm not spe- i'm not going to speculate on on why he's not back but let me ask you this are you buying into um adrian Heath's optimism you know as a week ago i think he, he said this a week no. ago as it no. comes adrian out Heath. no because yeah. adrian Heath does adrian, this all the time he lies mm-hmm. all the time about this yeah thing. yeah um, i i don't i i wish someone would tell him to shut up and i, I mean i, I yeah, I okay, and that's I thought that's what you're going to say, especially based on your answer. But I mean, I just just to be clear for people who don't know, they he basically came out last week and said, you know, the club has talked to Reynosa via the phone. I think he specifically said, and and there is a timeline and a plan for him to get back to the club. But obviously, I, I'm not going to speculate, but I assume that's contingent on what he's doing down there. So the way Adrian Heath words it is, there's a timeline for him to be back, and but I, yeah, like you said, 
we've we've seen this before regarding other players, other issues, and so who knows? But yeah, yeah I don't. I, the plan B, I yeah, the plan B. I mean, unfortunately, is not a good one because we know everybody knows. You know, this club's success, at least in the last couple of years, has basically gone through Reynoso. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. I think the only plan, if you call it a plan B, it's basically, hey, as a Minnesota sports fan, we're used to this. The plan B is optimism and hope. Hope that this club remains significantly healthier than it did last year. You know, and B, uh, other players step up who didn't quite step up last year. You know, is, yeah. say, a player like... I mean, I, I was thinking about, well, remember the good old days of having Robin Lewin, you know, as the, your number nine, it, you know, in whether it's a false nine or not, but having him in, in your striker position, this club has had success with that. Although that's not the route I'd like to see. I mean, I, yeah. I hope that Luis Armaria, and this is, this is where the hope comes in, because you hope a player like Luis Armaria, there's a couple other players we can talk about, but Luis, Luis Armaria, his potential was not seen last year, at least the potential that we as fans think he has. And he right. didn't kind of, he didn't quite live up to that. You know, of course, his famous, what do you say, 25 goals that he promised the club a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of, that's where the hope comes in. The hope comes in, we're going to get contributions from other players. And Tony, like you, if you, you suggested Robin Lude in, in the 10, I mean, I guess that has to be, that probably will be one of the options at this point. I, I don't, there's yeah. not too many others, but unless I, I you're thinking about a, a formational change. Yeah. I, I, I fear we're going to see the four, three, three, because that's what he does when mm-hmm. Ray isn't available. Yeah. Um, when you I mean, have no number 10. Available. Yeah. Um, I, I just think, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think that's what's going to happen. Um, now, however, we have done a lot of movement in defense that maybe we might see a three-five-two or something, um, where you get you get Lud in the middle of the midfield, or you know just off the right side of the middle of the midfield, and well, you, you know, know here's a Luis and Bongi up top, something I don't know. Well, well, you know, here here's a, a long shot, guys. Um, do you know who's coming back from injury this year? Asani Dotson. Asani Dotson. Yeah. Um, I know, Tony, you're shaking your head. I get it. It's, well, and I, I agree with you, but what are the chances? The question has to be asked. Would he be put in a number 10 position or would Lud be put in the number 10 and he would be put out on the right where Lud is right now? Well, I, I think Asani Dotson is going to get put in center back. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's never he's never going to get put where he's supposed to be. Well, he I was gonna, we've seen we've seen Hassani Dotson all over the place. That's for sure. But I mean, I would like to think that, you know, if he if I'd like to see because where have we seen Hassani Dotson? We've seen him basically ever right back. Right. Everywhere except left for right. goalkeeper, basically. I, I can't imagine if, if he comes out and he's on February 25th, if Hassani Dotson is starting in the 10, I'd be stunned. But I, I it's just it, that is. I mean, that's again, I I'm going with hope here. I think I'm hoping that Hassani Dotson now, he's another player you can plug into your, you know, basically your eight, you know, and and so you don't need, you know, remember last year, 
Lude played quite a bit in the, in the you know center def- defensive mid positions, and he was good there. The team was good when he played in that position. But I'm hoping, yeah. you know, I'm what I would hope is they don't need to put him there now that we have a little more depth there. Not to mention, you know, you know, Will Traps back, Ariaga, like we've got players that can play that defensive mid position. And so you can keep Lude in his preferred spot, which I assume his preferred spot would be right wing. However, he did make comments and I spoil alert for later. I, I watched a bunch of the season pass, you know, Apple, Apple content. And in his interview, he specifically mentioned that he did enjoy playing in the center, you know, maybe, whether that was, I don't know if he was talking about nine or 10, but center, I think he was probably referring to the 10. Well, spot. yeah, I mean, I, I think years ago now, um, we had talked about the best place for him. And historically speaking, he has played well prior to Minnesota. He had played the most on the left and in the middle. Um, the right was actually his least played spot. And so, well, we all know he plays well on the right, and we all know he likes to play on the right because he likes to cut in and invert. But um, that center was his primary rotation, whether it was on the right of center or in center. Um, for the vast majority of his, well, majority of his career, maybe plurality of his career uh, leading up to Minnesota. So it makes sense that he's comfortable there, and he seems to play well there. Um I would agree, Dave. I'd rather see him higher up than see him at the eight or six, whatever, whatever the call as position than when he's back there. Um, but that means Luis has to step up. Uh, mm-hmm. That means Bongi has to step up. Um, I'm not convinced that Bongi belongs on the squad yet. So um, I don't think he can play a significant role this season unless well, he's, he's forced to yeah he's he's i mean i'm glad you brought up bongi david because i think i think bongi is a you know a long ways of bongi he's a big name to talk about as long if we're talking about a world in which reynos was not on the club for the foreseeable future i think that's a big name because it's the hope he needs to step up like a player like mender garcia needs to step up but it's something that we didn't see last year. And so how can you just can't, that can't be your answer. Just hope that these players step up. Cause it seems like, you know, fortunately Reynoso has been pretty healthy over the last few years since he joined the club, but you could always tell when they, when they didn't have Reynoso available, whether it's injury or any other reason that it, and they, David, you're right. They all, it seemed like their answer was to change formation that never seemed to work at least, you know, for long or even short stretches it never worked and so yeah i i think i mean bottom line i guess is what i'm saying is my outlook for this club without reynoso is not good i mean unless you're unless one of these guys comes out of nowhere to have a huge step up in their second season with the club like mender mender or bongi we'll see yeah yeah well it's it's a uh it's always a it's a always a shit show guys in the beginning of the season with this club because we're always kind of up until the the week or two before the season starts, this club has still got pieces that we're always like going, well, who's going to start here and who's going to start here and what's going to happen here. And with Reynoso being gone, this is really, this it's is a, a main up. cog. It's a, it's really yeah. a shakeup uh, right now. MLS.com. If you look at, they've got their, what does everybody's lineup look like coming into this week? 
they have uh, Robin Lud as the backup to Reynoso as the at the ten. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's what yeah, they that got. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it makes it, sense. It makes per it makes perfect sense. If we knew, if we knew February twenty fifth that Reynoso is not going to be here, I mean, I that's I guess where I'd pencil him, assume, assuming everybody else is healthy um, to go with that spot. I I guess what. I, what I was, what I'm thinking about here is the rest, like without Reynoso, I don't know. I'm, I just, I, it's hard to p- paint a picture. This is, I want to go back to what you started all this out with David, and we're not going to get into this too deep because we'll save it for another podcast. But what, what did you say your projection was assuming Reynoso is not with the squad for a significant amount of time? What was your projection for the, the team standings? Final well, standings? I, I, real, real quick, I, I didn't say what it was. I just said that my, beer for next week is a high alcohol beer and that's going to be ah, my perfect okay my what, what i wanted to ro- what i wanted to roll into and, and we'll say the predictions related like i said but what i wanted to roll into is a story that i just saw today and I, this for me came out of left field i don't know where this came from but um did you guys see that the mls apparently is considering a nine-team playoff per conference format so 18 teams for mls nine from each conference did you see that no. So apparently, I did apparently, not. No. Right. And so that, that's, I didn't either until today. Apparently, from reliable sources from the athletic, came out and said that the MLS is considering a nine team playoff field per conference for the 2023 MLS playoffs. And Just so what that would mean, at this point. that makes right, absolutely because, no sense. Right. What that would yeah. mean basically then 60% of your, 60 plus percent of your teams make the, the tournament. And it would, it would result in your eight versus nine essentially playing into a play and it's a playing game. And then you'd get to a best of three. Um, oh. Would it be qualifying oh, at that point? Oh, best of God. three. The, so ugh. I think that no, that's even me, a round of 16 because you've got uh, the, the two conferences with eight, eight seeds in each side. That's turning into basically an entire knockout stage of the champions league that's how yeah, long I, it will take yeah yeah what what, what blew my mind i wanted to bring that up because it was the first time i heard about it today i just assumed it was going to be the top seven in each conference and you know like we had last year since the you know the expansion of the playoffs well even so, seven is too much in my opinion i feel like it should be probably i, I feel like we should go back to six because even you know that's what the that's what the nfl does and i think that that's what the the right number should be now you're all you're doing is giving a new participation trophy to another team that's yeah, it like this yeah but you know this guys what is it why are we doing this guys what, what's course. the main reason why are we doing this of course money it's money yeah we got the, we got the apple money guys the apple, apple wants yeah. more games yeah apple, apple wants more games yeah. yeah more games than play what i i wasn't mm-hmm. sure if i was more surprised now again these are just rumors but what surprised me is that i think a lot of the other comments that came out was that wait the MLS doesn't have we're two and a half weeks until the start of the season the MLS hasn't figured out what their this no, year's man. playoff format is going to be nope. it's really wild because it just yeah. took me completely by surprise uh, I'm not sure what I'm more surprised about the fact that they're considering allowing nine teams into the playoffs or having a, a quarterfinals as your first round then after that play-in game quarter I'm, I'm sorry mm. best of three best of three yeah. That doesn't even. This, I hope that that's a joke. It, I would think, but it's and not again, the way, you, way the athletic worded it. So you have to, like, like I said, you have to realize with Apple TV money coming in, guys, they want to make changes like this because it adds 
value to the pack that you're paying for on a yearly basis. They want to make it so like they want to tell you at the end of the season, well, dude, you paid 70 bucks for the season, which whatever it is, but you got to see this many games and you got to see this many playoff games. And we gave you a month worth of playoff games and all these great, you know, back. They want that. They want to grow this whole thing. Uh, and I don't blame them for it, but yeah. at what point does that, does the playoffs get watered down to a point where you're like, well, who gives a shit? Also, at, season goes. Well, also I mean, at what point do you give too much too too much too quickly? Because they've already put in a month long tournament in the middle of the season with the league's yeah. cup between Liga MX and, and the MLS. You can't do that too quickly. That's that, that's too much. You can, uh, even well, if it, even if it was a good idea, I, I think even if you're looking for more games, well, fine. Then how many teams are there in the league right now? Uh, there will be 29, 29 with okay. the with St. Louis in there. And that so had got then just make every then just balance it and make every team play to each team twice. You've got that's 56 games. There you go. Well, remember more games. Just shit. get rid of the playoffs shit. altogether. Yeah, or have that. a table. Be done with that. I mean, look what they're, look guys look what they're doing with the schedule this year. I mean, every right. game is pretty much what this Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday night, every yeah, game yeah. is a Saturday night except, Saturday night for one. except for one. Except for one. So most games are yeah. played at Saturday nights from this time to this time every Saturday night, and yeah. that's what they want. They want that showcase. They want it like the NFL, where it's a showcase day. Saturday nights in the summertime is MLS night. You're going to be on Apple TV. You're going to watch your game. You probably you might watch another game after that. They're going to have a a game roundup show after all those matches are done at like midnight. That's what they want. They want to turn this into a Saturday night thing. I mean, oh, this, it's a good idea, which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. But like again, play. Not to quote what's what's his name. I don't remember what his name name is. But playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah, yeah. That's, you uh, know, yeah. you're you're, and the thing is, bring it to the NFL. Look at some of the teams that made the playoffs this year. You eventually start watering down oh, the postseason. We're, because yeah, there well, are teams that did not belong in the playoffs this year. There weren't. The Minnesota, well, I mean, Minnesota Vikings. Weren't. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings didn't belong in the playoffs this year. Oh, come on. Well, they won okay, 13 I'm, games. I'm, but, yes, yeah. yes, yes, 100%. But I, I'm talking about record wise. I mean, you I know have losing record teams that make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and guess what? This, this guess what? just not right. And MLS, if MLS, it's borderline with seven clubs making from each conference yeah. making the playoffs. Absolutely. It, but when you, if you're going to allow nine, you're most likely you yeah. would get into a potential where you'd have a, a team with a losing record. Technically, yeah. And can you, oh, you imagine remember? the nine seed playing the two seed in round one? Yeah. <laughs> so do you remember like six to zero? All right. Yeah. I mean, do you remember it, it was a uh, 2020 actually when the Eastern Conference let ten teams into the into the playoffs. The ten seed Inter Miami entered got into the playoffs that year, and I don't remember uh, exactly what happened with that, but I'm pretty sure Inter Miami had a losing record that year too. That's just ridiculous. You've got like uh, then. Do you know who was? Uh, do you know who was like three points outside of the playoffs that year? Was twelve seed Atlanta that year? Well, that's ridiculous I mean, we... for a twelve seed to be three points outside of it. Well, that's ridiculous. Then we start looking at guys. Decision day, does decision day even like do anything for you if you let nine teams in? 
It will. Really? It will I'm, if you're yeah. down toward the bottom. Well, but I was going to say, well, yeah, but as you know, we're all fans of Minnesota United here, uh, fan podcast. I think maybe we should be applauding this. But again, it's just <laughs> this is just a rumor. It could be exactly like it was last year, but maybe we should be applauding this decision because on decision day, Minnesota could be sitting in the 11th spot, praying and hoping for to finish as your nine seed. <laughs> oh, you know? right. And yeah. it would still be in line with David's prediction of a high alcohol beer there. That'd yeah. be right. sweet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's well, funny. It, it, it is what it is. Like, this is as long as, you know, you're in a closed closed league, there's no pro reg. Um, playoffs are king here in this country for every sport. I, I don't know. Like, playoffs matter. And, and that Tony, you touched on that. That's exactly what they want. They want the playoffs to be a big deal, especially as an Apple season pass uh, holder. You're paying per monthly per month, maybe unless you choose the yearly option. But I mean, if they can stretch the playoffs into a month and a half, guess what? They're gonna they're gonna get people to pay for two months of playoffs as opposed to one. So it's it's really, really kind of interesting. But I only had to bring I had to bring that up because it was just wild. And like I said, it was the first I had heard of this. So I just thought that was extremely interesting. We'll see what happens. So who knows? Let's maybe it'll just stay like it was last year, and this is all for not, but we've we'll already kind of gone from Reynoso talk into Apple. It's good transition past talk. Uh, guys, I know, uh, Connor, you have season pass from your season ticket with the loons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was very simple for you to get. They sent you like an email and said, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. They just, uh, they sent me an email. They had a link inside. I just clicked the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already had Apple TV plus, so it was super, super mm-hmm. easy to link it. And it, it took yep. me 10 seconds. It was awesome. Um, a couple things that, uh, we found out, uh, from, uh, I think it was a, uh, article on the athletic was that of course Callum is Callum is doing a broadcast this year. So he was announced as part of another group of broadcasters. Oh, That's great. Way to go, got, Callum. I think we got like 32 broadcasters they brought in. Uh and we were completely wrong. I guess they are doing broadcasts live from the stadiums. So then we'll not be broadcasting from any studio in I mean they'll have their their post or their after game shows will be at the studio in New York or wherever, but they will be podcasts from the stadiums. And what they're doing is they're they're taking like groups of of announcers and they're putting them in like different regions. So like our region will probably be like you know Minnesota, Chicago, KC, maybe Nashville, Columbus, and they'll rotate in that region. So you'll have like the same like what ten announcers in a region or whatever it is, however they match it up. So. It'll be interesting to see if Callum gets into our region and like we'll do most of our games. That would be awesome, uh, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so I know Dave, you have looked at this extensively. I haven't really gotten yes. too far in the weeds with it. So yeah, so I guess my experience is similar to Connor's. Other than, of course, I'm not a season ticket holder. Um, so as much as I'd like to be, I'd obviously miss way too many games in my travels. But anyways, I am not a season ticket holder. Um, so I had to buy, you know, the season pass from Apple TV. Fortunately, um, I, I don't know if it's fortunate or not, but I, I am already an Apple TV subscriber. So I decided, I think about a week and a half ago now, I decided, you know what? Well, it's February 1st. I think I, I didn't even wait a day. I think I came out that morning as you're, you know, as you could purchase it, I think as of February 1st, wasn't it? And I, and I yeah. purchased it less than a week ago. I purchased it that evening. 
Um, just realizing, of course, I'm going to want it. Of course, I'm going to need it. Of course, I'm going to watch it. And I decided to purchase the yearly option. And so regardless of whether you're an Apple TV subscriber or not, it's cheaper to purchase the yearly option. And so um, as much as I, you know, going month to month might make sense for me, but actually not really, because as a traveler, a frequent traveler, it's, I mean, I love this, you know, I love I love the fact that they're jumping into full streaming because it only makes it easier for me to watch the games, whether I'm sitting at home on my couch or traveling for work or vacation. So I do love that part of it. I know not everybody would, but I do. And um, so that's what I chose to buy the full season option as an Apple TV subscriber. I think it was $79.99 uh, plus taxes. So it was like $87 out the door. And now I'm done for the rest of the year, even if it goes into expanded playoffs, I'm done. Mm -hmm. So the way I look at that, and I know a lot of people are complaining, and I get it, the fact that these subscriptions are just adding up, I get it. It's like ticky tacky, whether you're talking about a $4 subscription or a $5 subscription or a $12 a month subscription like season pass. But the way I look at it is like this, I'm going to go... I'm not a season ticket holder, but I still know in my mind, I'm probably going to go to about a game a month or more if I'm lucky. But when I go to a game, you know, assuming I like to get a decent ticket plus parking or, you know, whatever other costs I incur, beer, food, whatever, post game, I'm easily spending $80 to go to a game, in my opinion. Half of that's on a ticket. The other half might be on beer. The other half might be on parking or whatever transit options, uh, uh, Uber. I look at it like this. Okay, 80 bucks gone. I spent it already. That's the price of going to one game. And that's maybe even being conservative for myself. So I I can live with that. And now I'm set for the rest of the year. Don't have to worry about blackouts, restrictions. I can watch games anywhere in the country. So I'm a huge fan of it. And yeah, Tony, I did have a, an opportunity in the last few days to, to watch some of the content that they had already put out for Minnesota United including like the club profiles, player profiles, including Fred Emmings, Dane Sinclair, really, really cool. They're all like three to seven minute little shorts that you can watch. Um, even, even saw one of our own David Sterling on, on those shorts. Mm -hmm. I think it was Connor, you know, the name of it was it the legacy, uh, the, the rituals, the rituals. The rituals yeah. yeah. But so I watched all those shorts and you can't, I'm, you can't really judge the product just on those shorts, but I mean, I will say that, I love the interface. If you jump on Apple TV, whether you're on your iPhone, iPad, your TV, smart TV, whatever it is, the interface looks slick. I've always thought that about yeah. Apple TV. The interface is slick and it looks good. It feels good. And so, yeah, initial impressions are, are good. I cannot wait to see what the, the pregame, the actual game, post game mm -hmm. is going to look like. I can't. You know what, Dave? I, I actually just saw too that. Uh... It will be available in over 100 countries too. MLS season pass mm. will. So if you're traveling internationally, it's chances are you got a, you got about a 50 percent chance of traveling to a country where it's going to be going to be available. It looks like so. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say that uh, you're in pretty good hands there. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. So, yeah, guys. so so yeah, basically, I want to say you know from the little bit I've seen of, of how the interface works, I, I'm, it looks, it looks very promising. I'll say that. Yeah. So uh, moving, moving from that to the RSNs, the regional sports networks, just quickly, guys, uh, we found out the last week that Bally sports, uh, which I think is like a subsidiary, a, 
It's part of Diamond Sports. It's a whole regional. It's the Sinclair Group, all that shit. They are filing for bankruptcy. Yep. They are. They're 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 going down. Good so riddance. MLS got out at the exact right time. I think MLS saw the writings on the wall with these RSNs and said we can't do this shit anymore. They got out. Unfortunately for Major League Baseball, NBA, and NHL, a lot of those teams are still stuck in that uh, those contracts. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see uh, how that plays out uh, this coming, uh, especially this summer with baseball coming up, uh, to see how that affects teams. But I think we're seeing the end, guys, hopefully, of the regional sports network. I think we're going to see teams try to like either create their own or potentially – Leaks try to do a move like MLS does, seeing how MLS, they're going to see how MLS does this here with the Apple thing and see if they can potentially do that with another streaming service, whether it be Apple, uh, you know, Amazon, uh, HBO, maybe, uh, you know, you name it. Let's see if other sports teams decide to do that. Yeah, interesting you bring up HBO because I mean, maybe you know this and maybe you watch some of the games, but yeah, like HBO Max had you know, the most mm-hmm. recent um, U.S. men's national team's games That's right. in, the, in the January That's right, they did. Window. They? Yeah, and I I, want, I did watch the uh, first broadcast. Unfortunately, who they lose to. Um, servers. Anyways, but yeah, like that, it just looks like it's, it's, I think, as far as a content standpoint, I think it's, it's a good thing. I mean, there's, n- you know, nothing against, say, Cal and Kendra, but like, you know, may, I think we're going to have an improvement over what we saw with Bally Sports North. Well, nothing. And I think people are upset because the old system of your regional sports networks being available on your cable broadcast are are, are going out the window here. We've well, seen this that. Is, this is We've interesting for me. Because, yeah, no, we have seen it. And this is like the, it's basically the only reason I still pay like $200 a month for Xfinity Comcast is... Because I love my regional sports, it's like it's the only reason I have Xfinity. Basically, mm-hmm. if I, it's, I, I only watch sports, you know, because uh, you know through Xfinity. Otherwise, I'm streaming, you know, whatever else. So, I mean, maybe this is the end for me. And ultimately, I get it. All these subscriptions are going to add up and might come close to that cost. But who knows? I might be a, a cord cutter finally. Let's say, well, when you're they're going to save two hundred bucks a month for. A, two or three different streaming services i'd take that for yeah. sure well let's ask david david being you're in florida now and you're a big uh milwaukee brewers fan would you pay if something like this came up for baseball would you pay for a yearly thing like on an hbo max to watch baseball well i mean that? well you got MLB. I, I already TV. do yeah i already do that will tv which is well, sure. 130 bucks a season so and, um yeah, I mean, the, the weird thing is with MLB TV is they use the local broadcasts. So, and they black everyone's it out. kind of wondering what's going to happen with Ballets now this season. But, um, yeah. yeah, if they went and decided to do their own thing and partnered with, I would bet anything it'd be Apple because they already partner with Apple. Um, I wouldn't, yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. And again, you can't, you MLB the season pass is great for you, David, because you live in Florida. You can watch yeah, Brewers yeah. games. Unfortunately, up here, I can't get MLB season pass and watch Twins games because right, I get right. blacked out from doing that. Right. So that's yeah. what sucks. You know, I, well, the, you have to wonder though if they went that way, if they would do what MLS is doing and right. get rid of the blackouts. I right. think that's what they would do. Yeah, 
They would get rid of blackouts. I would hope I think, so. Yeah. I think blackouts well, like, are, are becoming a thing of the past, really. Yeah, and and honestly, like I also I think this kind of what MLS is doing with their Tony, how you describe the regional broadcasters. While it may not be this, it like we we may have Cal and Kendra or combinate or one or or the other for a number of our games, maybe most of our games, considering you would assume they'd put them in that region, not necessarily. But I mean, look at like yeah, okay, so regional sports networks. That's they they've done that for you know hockey. Uh, baseball, uh, NBA, but look at the NFL. I mean, the NFL has been in this that kind of situation for as long as I can remember. Where you, it's you, know, you have if you're watching yeah, TV, yeah. you have your kind of re. You know, you'll watch a Vikings game or Packers game, whatever. You'll you you will not necessarily have the same announcers week to week, but you'll have it'll be it's on a rotation where every couple two three weeks you have those same announcers again. So and right. people. Not only people, the NFL is a huge success in this country. I mean, it's still to this, the they NFL are. is still the most, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure most people would call the NFL as their most watched professional sports mm-hmm. uh, in, in the U.S., but you know what I'm getting at. My point is, if it works for the NFL, it can work for any sport. So, but you know, I think right. even with the NFL, I mean, it works for them, but I bet if you took a poll, of people and ask, well, would you rather watch the NFL TV broadcast or would you rather <clears throat> watch a broadcast with your favorite team's radio announcers? They would mm-hmm. probably say they'd oh, rather have radio. their radio. Because I remember in the 90s and 80s, um, the Packers, Jim Irwin was the radio announcer, I think it was. Um, he was fantastic. I love listening to him on the radio. And it, my dad would even sometimes turn off the sound on the TV and we listen to the radio broadcast. Which yeah. we forgot to forgot to mention this, guys, with the new MLS season pass, you can watch the broadcast and listen to the radio broadcast on your TV. Oh, you have that option. You can so do that. I did not know that. Oh, oh I wow. didn't know that either. That is pretty cool. So you can listen to your local. Now, I don't know if you guys have listened to the local radio broadcast in the, well, last, in the yeah, last couple. I, I mean, I mean, it's not the greatest in the world, but at I, least you can I, listen to it. No, I, I like having that option. I'm not sure you know, how often I'll do it, but it's nice having the option because, yeah, like there is something about having, you know, sometimes it, it just depends. I guess for me, it would depend on the mood I'm in, but it is kind of fun, say, as a Vikings fan, you know switching over to the radio and just hearing Paul Allen and his home, he's such a homer, but sometimes that's fun to listen to, you know, I mean, if you're, if you, if you're a neutral, that wouldn't be as fun, obviously, because it's too one-sided, but yeah, it's, it's great having that option. And yeah, I have, there's been plenty of times that I've had to uh, listen to the rate. Well, I say have to, but I did listen to the radio, you know, as I'm driving or whatever. And it is just kind of nice having that, Homerish feel, and so it's it's sweet having that option. I I'll definitely check that out. Right. Um. So, let's see, Connor. Do we have any like history this week? Uh, you like, know what? Anything me, like anything let special? Me, let, any? let me see. I might have some strikers history. Let's uh let let's check it out. Uh, let's see. Today is February sixth. I don't have much. Um, it looks like, but let's see what we got. 
All right. It doesn't look like anything happened. Or at least I haven't updated my calendar in a while. Um I'll, I'll have to go through it and just I and just uh, well, check on that. But February um, is not the most active month. <laughs> no, no, it's it's pretty much just uh, striker stuff. Um it looks like it's a fairly decent week in history for the strikers though. Um they mm -hmm. they beat the steamers, the St. Louis Steamers, Tony, not the Cleveland Steamers. Oh shit, come on. Yeah. 1985 uh, February 1st. 1986, February 1st, they beat the LA Lasers. Uh, and then they beat the San Diego Sockers in 1986. Oh, ooh, the Sockers. I, and, and Connor, I'm not as big of a soccer history buff as you are, obviously, but it was, are you referring to like the in, indoor? Yes. Yep. Yeah, the, okay. So 1985 to, well, no, winter 1984 to, I believe it was uh, spring of 88, I believe. Um, yep. that uh, the Strikers played indoor at Minnesota, and then they moved back down to Fort Lauderdale. Yep. So. Yeah. So, well, great. Striker history. Fantastic. Uh, before we get out of here, guys, uh, just one quick funny story. Again, last time we did this podcast, we had a funny story from Minnesota. Usually it doesn't happen. We have another funny story from Minnesota, guys. And it involves poultry again. Last time we had a, we had a, a, a turkey that was out of control in somebody's neighborhood. I did not see what happened to that turkey. Uh, so may hopefully they got uh, resolved. But uh, this one, guys, is about uh, a chicken. Uh, a southern Minnesota woman is facing jail time after allegedly take, attacking her boyfriend with an unusual weapon, poultry. Natalie Broomer, 36-year-old Eagle Lake resident was, resident, was arrested Wednesday after coming home from a bar with the victim. The identified victim told police that Bremer was hitting him and spitting in his face on the drive home. And once inside their property, hit him in the back of the head with a whole chicken. Hmm, wait, uh, what happened on the ride home? Well, she was spitting and hitting him on the ride home, and yet and then, he continued then, to go. In... Well, they were at, they were at the bar, so <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Uh, then hit him. The victim it says victim still had some chicken residue in his hair. The charge says. <laughs> uh, Remember, became so there's proof. Doctors. There's proof. Uh, she was. She was arrested uh, pending assault charges against the victim. They've known each other for 11 years, so obviously this has been an on-and-on, off-and-on relationship. Uh, but I've never seen an assault with a chicken before. So yeah, is this a live chicken or a frozen chicken? Uh, well, it must have been a frozen chicken. Or maybe or it like was a... an unfrozen chicken for maybe that it was one of the residue. Right, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, yeah, residue, yeah. I, I was yeah. imagining yeah. like an actual chicken. Like well, and that's after the residue comment, I was like, wait, what type of chicken is this? Maybe yeah. it's one of those rotisserie chickens you get at like Cub Foods. Uh, oh, could be. Yeah. yeah, could be that. She just yeah. took it. It was on the on the table or something. She's whacked him in the head with it. Uh, but yeah, oh, I've never seen she anybody. Should do, she should do one whole month in the pen. The chicken. No. Yeah. I mean, a rotisserie. Oh, that's good, Connor. That's, that's, <laughs> good. That, that's uh, yeah, rotisserie yes. chicken. Like that's fine, but like if it was a frozen chicken, that 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 can hmm. be considered a deadly weapon. I would assume. Obviously, it was a yeah. Obviously, I think so. If he had residue on his hair, it must have been a cooked chicken. But uh, yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't think of like hitting somebody with a cooked chicken. I'm like. Wouldn't you want to like find something else? I just I, I well, understand. I would say hitting someone with a thawed chicken would be better because you get the whole salmonella might you know yeah, yeah. You, oh yeah. you may be able to mm -hmm. not only hurt them initially but hurt them later a little double edged sword action action yeah yeah 
if you had uh, like however, a, if, a live chicken that would be way better. Well, then then we're talking. You know, we're talking about we're talking about animal abuse there. Then you're well, yeah, abuse. exactly. I mean, yeah. it, the charges would be just fantastic mm-hmm. to read. Yep, picked up, picked up a live chicken. Because you'd have assault, assault, and have animal cruelty, animal abuse, cruelty. Yeah, yeah. assault and then, deadly chicken. Yeah, and then attempted yeah. murder by way of salmonella. Yeah, pretty much poison yeah. or something. Yeah, with with a live or chicken, I guess. Mm-hmm. Live chicken. Yeah. No, with a live chicken, it wouldn't be salmonella. Good God. Yeah. I just, I don't get people sometimes, guys. I just don't. I don't understand it. I mean, what, no. Before we go, guys, what kind of like mood do you have to be in to like pick up a chicken and hit somebody with it? I mean, I, I just. A mood angry. that has been, uh, that I'm intoxicated in some way, probably. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I mean, you, you guys are Minnesota fans. You should be in that mood all the time. Well, yeah, we should, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true, David. That's true, David. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anything else, you guys? Want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, oh, uh, just a quick note, uh, really quick. The we did have a few preseason games that uh, we went through. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about. Uh, well, I don't know. Um, so Minnesota won their first preseason game one 0 against New York City, then uh, a draw against Philadelphia, and then we lost on Wednesday against Orlando City. Next one is uh, this Saturday against the New York Red Bulls. Then we've got San Jose and Vancouver to round it out, and then we start the season. Yes, they're they're going to be out in California. They're home right now. I if I as we record, I think so. I believe yes, they're yeah. going out west. They're going out west to for that Coachella tournament, Coachella. right? Yeah. Yes, Coachella tournament. Yes. Yeah, yeah so watch so the guys. What's oh, our schedule going to be? What's our schedule going to be? Are we going to do. Because the season starts on the 20... what is it, 25th? 25th, yeah. So Saturday, they... 25th, yeah. So, so we'll the... do one more episode that'll be the season preview? I would, I would think, think so. so. Yeah. 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 Preview, episode. Maybe, you know, yeah, then, uh, so two weeks from now, and then we got mm-hmm. the season. That's right. That's right. So, all right. All right, guys. Uh, for myself, uh, myself, Tony, for Dave, David, and Connor. We'll talk to you guys in a week or two. Go loons. Go loons. Go loons.